Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. Welcome back to Camp Strangers, Strangers. I'm your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm the other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to bring the spooky, weird, wacky, strange, and fantastical. And uh, you know what? We don't really mess around. What the? Do you hear that? Yeah, what? What is that? I, I hear, like, crunching. It's like a... Uh, wait, look. It's our good friend, Alec. Hey, everybody. He's been hiding in the depths the whole time. And not to get confused with Alex, who I am, but this is Alec with a C. He's the uh, the one I always refer to as the one in our friend group who legitimately listens to every episode. Yeah, this... Uh, I mean, I've I never heard you say that ever. Well, why would <laughs> I give you a compliment to your face? what it says. But, um, yeah, so we have Alec on the podcast today, and he's, uh, he's bringing his spooky... You got a spooky story today? It's not spooky. It's very strange and weird. Okay. Well, That's good enough for me. See, he knows what we cover. I mean, yeah. we, we cover not only the horrifying, but the, the funny and the strange, too. So, I mean, we those, are Camp Strange. What are those? A Venn diagram? We, we have Venn diagram. Is, Is that what those are called? Yes. Yeah, you're close. The circles, and the circles, they touch in. And yeah, we're in the middle of, of funny, strange, and spooky. We're that little centerpiece. And a little bit of horny. We added another circle. We're a little horny in there, yep. but um, like I said, we don't we don't mess around. We get right into these news stories, and um, I found out that a woman put an octopus on her face, and she ended up in the hospital with an infection. Okay. So um, this lady, she went out salmon fishing for this salmon fishing contest, and she knew she wasn't gonna win um because she pulled up an octopus with her uh lure and she's like well i'm not gonna win so the fun thing to do would be just fucking stick it on my face because i guess they have like a photo contest too yeah so she stuck the motherfucker on her face and the thing bit her chin yeah they got beaks beaks, yeah i didn't know that yeah i've seen those beaks so she said that it had a beak and it got lodged in her chin And she's like, my face started looking different. And she got like, it started swelling. She got like an infection. And she had to go to the doctor and get like antibiotics. And she couldn't pull like the prong beak out of her chin at first. I had no idea that octopi were like. I didn't realize they stayed in your chin. Well, she has a very (laughs) soft chin. You could knock her out in one punch. Glass jaw. No, yeah. but it's crazy. She had to get like antibiotics and like she had to get, she had like an infection. She's like, I had octopus pus. First of octopus all, pus? octopus pus. Well, I mean, her, she pussed up from the octopus. <laughs> she, octopussy. Octopussy yeah. was, uh, <laughs> is, was the name and salmon fishing was the game. And she, uh, she still is enough. She won the, co- uh, the picture contest, but she definitely has a fucking octopus on her face. I would not put that shit on my face in the first place. Yeah. No, um, I'm good. I mean, if I was judging that shit, you catch an octopus over a trout, you're going to win in my book. Um, <laughs> it was a salmon contest, so you're <laughs> fucked up in both places. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no, one of the, uh, the biggest childhood like scars I have is, uh, in, I want to say fourth grade, maybe third we did a uh, we did like we were dissecting things, and oh, for whatever no. reason we got to dissect squid in third and fourth grade. Yeah, it they was gave fucked you up. Scalpels? That's pretty early. Well, that's where the thing comes in. Is that we didn't we didn't get scalpels. We had scissors, fucking plastic tip scissors with the round <laughs> end. Did you just make some calamari the whole time? 
Um, we actually did cook some of it. <laughs> no, you fucking didn't. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's so you know you have to like deep like deep, like bread yeah they that did it. It's like they the best it. you've ever had. They d- I didn't eat it oh. because I just got done just cutting like a skin with school scissors, and I remember like pulling that fucking beak out, and uh, yeah that fucked me up. Squid got beaks too. Yeah, that's so interesting. They got I did big not know beaks. that. So don't stick that shit on your face. I guess moral of the story because it'll peck your eyes out like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Oh my god, that's terrifying. I thought they were just kind of like fun, like little flappy boys. And if they were fun, they wouldn't still exist. So wait, when they They're lose, smart? so does that mean like the octopi's mouth like is gone now? Is it dead after that, or does it regrow a beak? Like, is that like ripping off its lips and teeth, or what? Or is it more like a fingernail? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't like either of those comparisons. <laughs> none of that, none of that works for you, huh? This lady's like jigsaw for octopi. <laughs> you have a choice: your teeth and lips, or your fingernails. I mean, you can be a hat, <laughs> or you're losing your teeth. So, um, yeah. So she, she, the old, the grand prize for that fucking picture contest was only a hundred dollars anyway. So I think her <laughs> medical bills are way higher yeah than, more than uh, likely yeah so she's screwed but hey she got a good picture out of it and a bad story yep that's a good story it's a good story it's a good but story. it's a bad outcome all right well so my new story i've got for you today is and it starts with quotes and it is i've shot people for less <laughs> <laughs> man pulls a gun after furniture delivery is late <laughs> cops say and I God, I wish I could give you some more information on this one, but guess what? We've got a uh, we've got a whole uh, subscribe to our email to see the article thing. So are you uh, serious? It's kicking you out? Yeah. Well, Have you ever had furniture delivered late? Do you not know about my bed frame saga? <laughs> I didn't know. No. So I uh, when I first moved to LA, I ordered a bed frame for my bed, obviously, and um, I wasn't home one day. I was at work or something at the gym. Who knows? And you don't I go to the gym. I went today, and uh, for the first time in three months, and they uh, they left one of those, you know, little sticky note things. It's like you missed a delivery. Yeah. And so the next day, I went to the post office to pick it up, and they're like, "Oh, we put it out back out for delivery. Go back home." I go back home. There's another one of those fucking sticky things. <laughs> and so I grab it, and I I wait the next day. It doesn't come. So then the two days after that. I go back there, and they go, oh, it's back out for delivery. I go back home, and there's a sticky note on the door. So three times I miss a delivery. Me? And then um, – so I just, like, stopped leaving the house. <laughs> and, like, a few days later, I finally went in to, like, pick it up. And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't know where that is. Oh, my God. And so I had to do a thing on Amazon being, like, my – you know, it never got delivered. It got lost in the mail, all this stuff. And – they refunded me my money and stuff, and it was kind of like, okay, well, that's it. And then four months later, it fucking showed up. Four months? Did you yeah. have a new bed frame by then, I hope? No. You were sleeping on the floor. On the floor, yeah. baby. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was I probably mean, more like three. That's not that weird. It was that's, probably more like three. Weird. I was going to say, I would have shot the delivery guy, but when I, I ordered my fucking, gun, I ordered my gun. find him first. I, I ordered my gun, <laughs> and I kept missing it, and they kept putting sticky notes on my door. I have to find that motherfucker first. Yeah, that was a that's fiasco. True. Oh my god! But God, I was, I was, I don't know. Last time I laughed harder when it finally showed up one day, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I wonder where it had been. I wonder if it was a new one or if it was the original. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was just sitting in the back. Well, of they the wouldn't have like, refunded me. 
So you got so, it for free at the end of the day? Yeah, I guess well, it was the original. Huh? Because yeah, I believe in karma. So yeah. I, I bought another one, and then they brought another one to me, and then I threw it in the ocean. <laughs> I, I, I figured I, someone would find it I that saw, needed it. I saw a video of a guy that just um, – he threw like a fridge over the edge. Oh, <gasps> I saw that. Yeah. This is your new story. Yeah, this is no, your tell, new story. Tell, tell, like, tell your I new don't story. know it too well. I just saw a video of he, he threw it over the edge. I think he was in some foreign like country. Spain. Spain. I thought it was Mexico. It was Maybe Spain. Spain. They were speaking Spanish. I think it was Spain, sure. and and he threw it over the like an overpass or something. It was, it was like a, a gorge. Almost. Yeah, a gorge. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better word. And uh, and then I guess the government made him pick it up. <laughs> yeah, they saw him, and he was struggling hard. It was by like, hand. By hand. Yeah, they he said, couldn't use anything. They said you have to crawl down there and fucking get the fridge out by hand. So it was him and another guy with their faces yeah. blurred out trying to push a fridge up a gorge. And it was like, <laughs> oh my god, that made me so happy. Yeah, yeah it was, was good. It was, was good, good shit. Oh my god. Well, I guess you guys are caught up on the news, so I guess we should probably just get into these stories because we got three for you today. Yep. Mine's a little quick because I know we have three, but um, still all the strange. And I guess I will start. Get after it. Speaking of getting after it, it's time for you to get after it. Oh, I fucked that up. Get after it your day. Get at it with your day with Spring Hill Jack coffee. Because if you're not drinking Spring Hill Jack, you're fucking up. But <laughs> you ain't fucking Jack. <laughs> so you guys should definitely check out Spring Hill Jack coffee because it's amazing coffee. Small batch, good shit. And um, yeah, it's it's spooky. It's it's all that we represent. It's spooky. We're, it's tasty. We definitely represent tasty. It's very sexy. And you it, could try. It's got a great logo. It's got a great logo. And they, they're making like more. And I, I'm i loving everything I see coming out of that Instagram too. And they're very friendly. Yeah. They usually send like handwritten notes. which I don't want to like set an, a, a precedent and like an expectation. But like I've seen them send handwritten notes to other people too. So like they care. So they're, they're a cool company. You guys should support cool companies of people trying to start something. Because uh, that's what America's about, you know? It's the American goddamn dream. So go check out Coffee. Order your coffee right now. You get it through Amazon. Two-day shipping. What? What? You ever heard of two-day shipping Amazon? Never heard of that. I have, but then my bed frame went missing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, coffee's not the same because they could could shove that right through the the mail slot in your door and put beans everywhere, and then your dog eats it, and then he gets zoomies, and he runs around all over your house. Kumi with the zoomies. You've seen Kumi with the zoomies. You can only imagine how bad... Kuma with the zoomies would be if he, Spring Hill Jack. If he had Spring Hill Jack in him. Ooh, he'd be jumping and jacking all over that house. <laughs> yeah. He'd be jacking it all over that house. <laughs> so go shooting blanks. So, so go check out Spring Vasectomy. Go check out SpringHillJack.com. And uh SpringHillJack.coffee, I apologize. And uh, go check out their coffee because it's amazing and it's great. And it's tasty and delicious. And let's do this. So today I'm going to be telling you about the story of Randy Lynn Wools. And uh, you might not know him because he's not a big name, but he definitely did something strange and, uh, may I say, horrifying. God damn it. What? When you started with whore, I thought you were going to say it was horny. (laughs) It's not. There's there's no horniness in this story. I'm sorry to say. So on June 16th, 1979, 36-year-old Randy Lynn Wools decided he wanted to see a movie at the Bolero Drive-In Movie Theater in Kerrville, Texas. The only problem was that Randy didn't even know he wanted to see a movie that day since he was so high he had no recollection of any of the events that were about to happen. So it's classic Randy. You guys know Randy. We all know Randy. Did you talk about what he was high on? Yeah, I'll get into that a little bit later. But he was definitely high. 
So Randy was a former construction worker who had a series of previous convictions and blamed drugs for his three prison sentences since he had started using drugs when he was only 13. Great age. So it's... (laughs) That's a good start. For what? For life. (laughs) For Bar mitzvahs. For love. For treasuring each other i don't know and it's treasure hunting (laughs) treasure hunting the goonies and uh said he turned to crime to support his teenage drug habit so he got into crime early he started doing drugs early this is not a good start for randy but he did have a little bit of a stable job with construction so this saturday randy decided that it was a good idea to drink a ton of beer they didn't say how much beer but i'm guessing a ton is probably an accurate measurement of how much beer he drank yeah it's close enough and he also injected himself with heroin no pot he he injected (laughs) more beer no 40 doses of liquid valium before heading to the drive-in i don't know what one dose of liquid volume is (laughs) yeah i don't either but 40 sounds like a lot yeah so okay don't they have volume in like pills now like this was a value pack of volume (laughs) yeah hey so but this was 79 so it's like i don't know if they're making like volume in pills yet but like he had a bunch of volume i don't know where he got it from but he had a shit time that's the one that makes you like super relaxed right i think so i mean he was well we're gonna find out he He's not too relaxed today. (laughs) So so even though Randy claims that it was the drugs that made him commit his crimes, Ronald Sutton, the prosecuting lawyer, said that his problem went deeper than drugs. He said even as a child, he was caught torturing many animals. He never uh, showed any emotion or guilt. And he quoted said, I don't believe that he even remembered anything that happened because he was he was so high on volume, so wait. He said, "I don't believe that he." No, yeah, he didn't. But yeah, he was high on volume. These are all bad signs. Moral of the story: He was high on volume. So, as Randy pulled into the uh, the drive-in, uh, the ticket seller in the booth that day was forty-four-year-old Betty Stotts. Randy pulled into the drive-in and noticed her as he bought a ticket. He then. Parked it. Okay, by the way, I cannot find out what movie they were seeing. I was going to ask if it was Shrek 2. I, it was Shrek negative 2. Did it you was 79. Top grossing movie of 1979? No, I didn't. I mean, David, one. get, get typing. You guys over keep there. talking. Get, what was it? 72? 79. 72. It's also a drive in, so like. Oh, it's. Maybe check 78 top movie because that's when the drive. No. Well, drive ins were really popular back then. Yeah, true. And uh, Valium was too. Did you know that liquid Valium? <laughs> I'm was figuring good. out. So real 72 quick. was. Uh, wait, you said 79, right? Dude, fuck you. You ever tried a Valium liquid gel? <laughs> I think Stokes might have tried some Valium before this. 79. 79. I want to know what big movie. The was number about. one uh, top grossing film in 1979 was Superman, mm. and then it was the Amity Hor- Amityville Horror. Really. And then Rocky Two. Oh, they're probably. Can we pretend Rocky it's Rocky Two? Rocky II? <laughs> Rocky II. The Muppets movie, though. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Alien. That would make the whole story a little bit you more. You guys should funny. do a poll on your Instagram. And to then, see. The, which then movie a, were they watching? And then there's Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Oh, okay. Well, now it's getting into some yeah more obscure stuff. So, basically, when do we stop calling them motion pictures? I don't know. 
the pictures are in motion. <laughs> so, so, um, like I said, Randy pulled into the drive-in and noticed her as he bought a ticket. He then parked his car and proceeded to pull a tire iron and a knife from his trunk. He then proceeded to, while completely high, walk up behind her while in the booth and begin to beat her over the head with a tire iron. After the tire iron, he began stabbing her repeatedly in the body and the head and tried to slit her throat. Randy then sat behind the counter for an extended period of time, selling tickets in her place, and also stealing $600 from the register. So not only did So he's he... kind of responsible. <laughs> he's, uh, he's like, how much were these <laughs> drive-in theaters in 1979? $600? That, uh, honestly, like you said, they were popping, right? Who said that? You I, said that? Who said Which I one said, of you fuckers said that? <laughs> no, no, they were popping. Like, that was, I feel like more people went to drive-ins because, like, if you want to get lucky, you'd go to the drive-in or get stabbed. I don't know. I don't know. Tire iron? Yikes. So, um, yeah, we're making Stop light of with a the horrible story. <laughs> but, um, yeah, $600 seems like a shit ton. A lot of money, it yeah. It was probably only like a dollar. Oh, uh, no. I mean, it was 79 It was a nickel. <laughs> All you do is give a firm handshake and you got to the movie theater. It was, a, it, was a, it was built on respect, you know? You just got to tell me who your papa was. <laughs> so, <laughs> old John Farlington, he runs the old mill down by Brickbird Street. Bring all the boys in. They're all on the house. <laughs> so, so, um, after he was done selling tickets, you know, after he clocked out, <laughs> um, he began to pile everything in the booth on top of her in a frenzy and then proceeded to grab a can of gasoline and a lighter, igniting the debris along with her underneath it. Randy then walked out of the booth, taking Betty's car keys, hopping into her car as he drove into the drive-in and watched the movie until the police arrived and arrested him, finding the bloody $600 in his pocket and, like, the knife and the tire iron that he had. So, Randy was really high, I'm guessing. So, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, but he just, like, I, like... I mean, we're going to get into what Randy thinks about this, obviously. (laughs) I'm excited. Can't wait. But... I mean, it's just so weird to think about this guy showing up and just being like, you. How do you, you know which car was hers? I think he just probably... Because uh, they didn't have the boop, boop. I guess you're right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, he, he just probably... tried 50 other cars in the parking <laughs> he lot. He might have. Or maybe he just like, this one... This sorry, spot sorry says, you're in there. This spot well, says Betty. You know? God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> Don't say that. So after Randy was arrested, he claimed that he could not remember any of the violent acts and claimed that it was an accident. I mean, that's a loose interpretation of accident. But when he went to trial, though, the jury did not feel as sorry for him as for the fact that he was a drug addict. He had many prior arrests, and especially for the fact that the coroner discovered that Betty was actually still alive when Randy set the pile on fire while she was underneath it. After being stabbed in the face, so she and was the stabbed body. in the face and the body, and he tried to like slit her throat, and she was still alive after he threw all the stuff on top of her and set it on fire. That's fucked. Yeesh. Yeah, really. but she didn't make it through the fire. <laughs> no, David, she didn't make it Just through checking. the fire. So, um, so Randy received a guilty verdict, 
and for his sentence, received the death penalty by lethal injection. I mean, because we all know it's Texas. Texas is big on the death penalty. They Especially love it. The oh, yeah. 70s. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Always Today. has been, always will be. Especially when the Muppets are involved. You know, because they, you know they're watching the Muppet movie. They had right? to have been. Randy's like, I got to get high for this movie. That's the only movie that, that makes sense for, right? Why didn't he die from that much Valium? I don't know. Well, he was... I mean, he was doing drugs since he was 13. But 40 doses seems like an incredibly large amount. Yeah, I saw his prison record, and like a lot of it was like marijuana, mm. like public drunkenness, you know, like other drugs. But like, he obviously shot a lot of stuff in his veins because we will get into why I know he shot a lot of stuff in his okay. veins. Um, so, Randy. Uh, I, I, I Googled a bad thing. Oh, <laughs> Why does this always come to this? I Googled. You always, always Google a bad thing. I Googled, how much is too much Valium? (laughs) And I'm on a watch list again. (laughs) I want to see my file. I want to see what weird shit I've Googled over the the years. Enough to watch the Muppets movie. (laughs) They said a fatal overdose requires as much requires much more than 40 milligrams. That's so oh. specific to the okay. story. 40 Yeah, I was going to say 40 milligrams. I wonder the if the maximum daily total volume used in milligrams should not exceed 40. So it's like a daily dosage if it was given to Oh god, they've got a nurse trying to message me. I'm closing that. We're good. There's someone's like, "Are you okay? Need some value?" <laughs> yeah. How much value did you take? But uh, yeah, I guess I don't know if he was doing milligram shots. Like maybe he was like a low doser or something. But he was obviously very used to injecting things and being high on drugs. Because we'll get into it right now. As Randy received a guilty verdict and for his sentence received the death penalty. Like I said, by lethal injection. Randy protested the sentence, saying. I feel like death is a little severe for something that was a mistake. They said I beat this woman down with a tire tool, cut her throat, then piled everything in the booth on top of her and set it on fire. Then I get in her car, go inside the show, and I'm sitting inside the car when the cops got there. It's obvious. I was totally out of my mind. But the court did not care. Uh, So they're just like... Like, it I doesn't don't really... seem like a mistake. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing where it's like, he goes, I was totally out of... That's like when somebody gets really drunk and then like cheats on their spouse or something like that. And they're like, it wasn't me. I was totally... Like, it didn't mean anything. Yeah, it was like, it was still you, dickhead. Like you made the pro- you made the, the choice to drink that much. And like, like your actions are still your own. Like you have some control. You just don't... You just like your level of awareness or like giving a fuck goes down a little bit. You know what I mean? So, um, Randy did get the death sentence, and Randy ordered a final meal of, what did he get? 40 doses of Valium. <laughs> you would think so. You'd wish. <laughs> You're like, I'm not a big food guy. I'm more of a, I'm on a liquid <laughs> diet, baby. You got any Valium? So, uh, he would have probably tore apart that electric chair. Oh, no, he's not an electric chair. He's a lethal injection. But Randy ordered the final meal of two cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers, burgers, French fries, and an iced tea. See, he's like, I feel like that's, I feel like that's what I would go for. Like, what would you go for if it was your last meal? Like, you can't go for something that's like really gonna make you shit your pants because you're gonna die and you're gonna shit your pants. So, Indian like, food. <laughs> don't go. Don't go for some. I want to ruin that Janos day. <laughs> so I don't know. I'd go for something a little bit more like, not like a steak, maybe like a chicken piccata. <laughs> I don't know what my last meal would be. 
I mean, maybe like some In-N-Out burger. That would be a pretty good. In-N-Out would be good. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? What? It's not that good. It's okay. The it's, last thing you ever want to eat is a mediocre what the fu- fast okay. food hamburger. Well, you're pretty quiet over there, dickhead. So what are you going to eat last? I don't know. Something Guy Fieri served up. <laughs> and I want to like, see him cook it. He's like, I took a taco and shoved it into a sushi. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm eating that today. <laughs> so I made you a, a pizza sushi roll. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah, I went to his restaurant, Tex Wasabi. It's in Santa Rosa. Are they good? Did he have the, the pizza? No, I, I had hamburger sushi. Oh, my God. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was French fries and hamburgers like wrapped in rice. And we, went to the, really the, we went to had, the like, bottomless uh, sushi place for someone's birthday. I don't I don't think either one of you guys were there. Not Embarrassing. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was like when people were out of town or something, and it was bottomless sushi, but the rule is you had to eat it. And we ordered the pizza sushi. That's so fucking. <laughs> and disgusting. it had melted cheese on top of it. And uh, I've had stuff like that before. I forgot who we forced to eat all of it. I thought it was you, Tobin. I think it was Randy Lynn Wolves because he's uh, he's willing to eat anything at this point. And uh, so after he got his cheeseburgers, his two cheeseburgers, French fries, and iced tea, he designated two of his cousins to witness the execution because I think you gotta have some like family there. I don't know the rules with the execution. One witness, right? And like cousins are like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little detached from this. Like, I'm not as close, but I'll still, I'll watch. That fuck gave me a sweater for Christmas two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I watched him die. Randy, yeah, he stole all my liquid value. <laughs> so fuck him. So while laying on the table, the executioner could not find Randy's veins, as most had collapsed during his years of drug abuse. That's how I know he was how a does frequent. That... No, a lot of your like your veins. They then kinda, how does your body function if you've got a bunch of closed roads? No, I mean, <laughs> we can't close too many of the roads. You gotta okay. keep. You got, but some of them, like on the on the surface, were closed because there's no blood flow, so they can't use them. So Randy, being the nice guy and murderer he is, um, <laughs> he shot up himself. No, he helped. He helped uh, them find the vein. So I guess he did kind of shoot himself up. He's like, let me find one for you. So yeah, I would make that so hard for them to find. I'd be like. Mm-mm, I'm not helping you at all. You got to stick around a little bit because I'm not going to. I mean, they could miss and then you might still be alive. I don't know. Maybe he thought he'd win. Do they have the... like Do they have like a, a one try deal? And if like they miss, like I'm free. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of hanging, hanging like that. Yeah, but I've I heard have, of. We talked about that. Yeah, like That's 40, where you heard ha- of it. It's I like, think I heard of it on the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's like half hang Tom and they like let him live the rest of his life. For like cause... 40 minutes they hang and then if they make it through, then they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Exactly. All right, you're not that bad of a guy. You got a strong neck. <laughs> so in his last statement, he said, I love to say, I'd like to say goodbye to my family. I love them all. I like to tell the people fighting the death penalty to continue their work. I'm sorry about the victim and family, and I wish there was some way I could make it all right. Uh, Scott's, uh, Scott's apparently. Oh, this is the really weird part. So, he he was sentenced to death. He died by lethal injection, and uh, at like 12:23 a.m. or something like that. And uh, so Randy's dead. But this is super interesting. Because Scott, Betty Scott, the woman who was murdered, apparently had written letters to her husband and four children a few days before she died that told them she would not always be with them in body, but that her spirit would. The investigators found Scott's journal in the debris, and her next to to last entry read, The burning and cutting of oneself's for natural self is sorrow and when it is all gone the higher self the higher self is left the last entry read this is the last 
I shall write to express myself. So it was very like weird and foreshadowing. That's confusing. So she, <laughs> she, she made it seem like she maybe cut and burned herself uh, for, for, for her sorrow's sake, like as a depression thing. Okay. And after you cut and burn yourself, that a higher self is left. And that she said, this is the last I shall write to express myself. So I don't know. So she, she almost like knew in a weird way that this was like her last time writing. Yeah. And then she happened to be die by burning and stabbing. I mean, she didn't mention a tire iron in the journal, but um, yeah, it's, it's still pretty creepy to yeah. say the least, you know? But so, shout. So rest in peace, Betty, Randy, you murdered somebody, but like you had like a nice way of going out. So he didn't mean to. He didn't. It was an accident. It <laughs> he was seemed a cool as shit. Yeah, he just seemed like a drug addict who got too. Forty was too many. Stick with thirty nine, buddy. Come on. Got high on the wrong shit. Didn't want. He wanted Let to go on the tree. Want to go see the Muppets movie? I blame the Muppets yeah. movie for all this horse shit. Yeah. So um yeah, okay. Well, that was the story of Randy Lynn Wood. All right. Well, uh, so that's Tobin's story there. And uh, the way we usually do this is we have our guest uh, be that that sweet Oreo cream in the middle between our nasty ass uh, cookies. <laughs> our nasty what asses. an honor! Yeah. So, uh, Alec, this is your time to shine, bud. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us your story? All right. So, um, my story um, is about oh, the 1904 marathon and the Summer Olympic Games and how several bizarre instances led to one of the strangest professional events that okay. ever existed. Um, I actually ran the marathon once. You ran I, what marathon? The, the LA Mar- Marathon. Oh. When I was in high school, and I did it because I was in a uh, run club in high school. So, so l- to be fair, how long is a marathon for all us non-athletes? Well, out funny there? enough, the the one I ran ran was uh, twenty six point two miles. What? But the, fuck? the other one that I'm talking about is actually a little bit shorter. What's an ultra marathon? Is that like? 200 500 fucking miles? i've never done one of those i don't know well i, I know you haven't 500 Most people have miles it. no th- i'm not even joking like it's they're like a, legit it's like way too many insanity jesus yeah. christ yeah but um but uh the marathon is not always as glamorous as it seems on um on uh you know instagram and all those fun places it um, never seems fun to me i don't like running at all okay yeah yeah i don't like running either i didn't even train for the one i was on actually 26 just, miles you didn't we just fucking got, train we got free nike gear so i did it just to get the free stuff oh, you fucking anyway um so i wrote this sentence for uh stokes uh, okay sorry an ultra marathon is 26 miles that's not right <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal marathon that's a normal marathon yeah wait, dude <laughs> for me and alec that's a normal marathon from us marathon runners dude that's piece of cake dude oh okay sorry no that, that yeah <laughs> keep going i'll figure it out why don't you anyway just stop listen. googling i, I wrote shit. this sentence for stokes so um the marathon wasn't always as decked out in nike gear as it is today mm-hmm. um with people you know chugging bang energy drinks and eating water cups into onlookers Ooh. Fuck yeah. Yeah. i didn't um, have my bang today i'm a little sluggish <laughs> i noticed yeah <laughs> um so the the marathon in 1904 uh the olympics took place in st louis it okay. was the Olympic marathons. Okay. And uh, it was actually a four-month event, which today it's only about two and a half weeks, but it used to be a lot longer. And this was the only um, – is only the third modern Olympic Games that actually was held. 
And oh, only the, the first modern Olympic Games that was in uh, the United States. You say modern because, like, the original were, like, Greeks. Yeah, there wasn't a bunch of naked dudes. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, tune, Shit sounds come sick. to our naked coliseum. But the, it was just wasn't really popular, and only um, 62 athletes from outside of North America actually came to Olympic Games. What? So it was just a bunch of Americans and then, like, a very few amount of Wait, did, people. Wait, did we start, the like, the new modern Olympics? Like, no, this was the third modern Olympic Games. I know, do you know where the other two were? Greece and Paris. Oh, okay, so the first one was in Greece. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. But damn, no one showed up to our fucking one? No, because... Seriously, we here's suck. Why, it's because We throw bad parties. No, no, no. It's because they actually did it at the same time as the World Fair in the same city. Oh. And so it was almost a sideshow of the of the World Fair. Isn't that where that one guy killed a bunch of people in his no, murder so that mansion? No, so that was the Chicago, I think. That was AJ Jones. You keep bringing him up. <laughs> that was, was a joke. I knew that was going to yeah, come up. That was a joke. This was... <laughs> This was the World Fair in St. Louis. Oh, okay. It actually commemorated uh, the Louisiana Purchase, the 100th anniversary. It was a pretty racist event. Anyway, (laughs) that's not what my story is about. Um, So there was a bunch of factors that actually contributed to this really weird um, event. It just wasn't put on very professionally. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so the weather, normally marathons take place early, early in the morning. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Oh well, yeah. Cause you run it all fucking day. <laughs> right. Well, actually they only last about two, three hours. Are you serious? All day. <laughs> when you guys I are awake it. longer than four hours a day <laughs> when i ran it it took a long lot, lot longer than that but that's so, my morning shit time <laughs> <laughs> so so nor- normal marathons take place in the early morning this one they decided to do in the mid-afternoon so um the ideal temperature for a marathon is around 50 degrees fahrenheit are you serious yeah so that's, that why, that's why a lot of nipple chafing happens yeah if i if i'm uh... going for a run i like a light sprinkle in it for it to be a little cooler i have to say also when you just said nipple chafing happened we just watched alec rub his nipples through his shirt <laughs> that shit was hot to show that what y'all nipple, missed like out. we didn't know what nipple chafing yeah. was i'm you glad he explained it to me because you guys never run a marathon so i haven't seen it like. chafe like that before and now seen i'm andy chafing Ber- i've seen andy bernard run that run that race in the office and you got That's bloody true. nipples got, exactly so it's a real thing people shit their pants and get bloody nipples <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my saturday they piss themselves they shit their pants and they uh they bleed out the nipples that's actually pretty accurate it is yeah um but this one was a little worse than that uh Can so you imagine just running and just taking a big old dumper <laughs> Just doing a just doing a big old paint job in your Nikes. <laughs> That's why they have the underwear built in, so it just yeah. stays. It's like a mesh net, so it's like yeah. cheesecloth. So it's like... like that stuff at the the playground that have the uh, the ball pit. It's like that. Yeah, it's like you keep the solids in your pants, but like the liquid runs down. It's a real grundle situation. <laughs> Anyway, the, uh, the the do not start temperature that's considered modern day uh, is is around. You guys can guess maybe. Uh, you say the do not start. Yeah, so they won't start a marathon. Seventy five degrees. Seventy five degrees. Fahrenheit. No, it's a little bit sexier than that. A little hornier. Sixty nine. Sixty nine degrees Fahrenheit. It was really seventy, but I changed it to sixty nine. <laughs> um, so if it's that high, it can cause issues with dehydration, um, which we'll revisit later. That's but actually really interesting. So most marathons probably happen during like winter months. No, it happens in the summer games, but uh, they do oh, it really cool. early in the morning, so well, it's I'm not a, a big fucking deal. Fucking idiot. The temperature measured on the day that this marathon happened was around 90 degrees in the shade <gasps> and 105 in the sun with what? significant what? humidity. Yeah, I just wouldn't run. I mean, I wouldn't run in the first place because I fucking hate running. <laughs> well, I'll get but, into that too. But yeah. so, so water stations was another factor that was a big issue. So most marathons have water stations every uh, mile or so. This one only had one on mile 11. Okay, let me ask you this because I feel really dumb asking this. Mm-hmm. But you know they have like plastic cups now to like mm-hmm. hand out water. In 1904, 
Did they have plastic cups or did they just like have a hose and just I, spray? They had those weird. Uh, they had a well. They, no, they had That's those. The answer. They no had way. the paper cones, right? No, Remember not those weird no, paper not cones. No, I know what you're talking you about. You crawl down the well and you take a. You sip. literally have to get the water from the well. Yeah. Um, but. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. So they had to yeet the water up from the well in order to drink it. <laughs> but it was only on mile 11, so it was like barely halfway through the race. I thought you were going to say it was only a mile deep of the... <laughs> they were pulling water up for a mile. They might have been. I don't know. Um, but the, the reason why they did this is because apparently the uh, the head of the event, James E. Sullivan, decided that the Olympic Games would be a good uh, time to test people's athletics when it comes to what he calls purpose, purposeful dehydration. Yeah. Oh shit! So he's like. So they weren't really aware of what dehydration does to the body. This and is the so, mastermind. And so, so for the entire Olympics, he was. So he thought dehydration was a part of athleticism. <laughs> yeah. No, and, seriously. And, like, and athletes the, could hold water better than other people versus. And by the way, that is the most 1904 name I've ever heard. What was his name? A James E. Sullivan. That is the mm-hmm. most. Yeah. James E. Sullivan. Come over here. I have a brick that cures your cancer. I'll hit you on the head with it. You're That's like, this whole story. What is the literally fuck? that. <laughs> that um so so another the la- one of the last factors was the road conditions so roads back in the day were pretty dusty it was they were all just made of dirt they were dust yeah. and so uh <laughs> they weren't paved and had several inches of dust on them so Wait, were they concrete <laughs> <laughs> bunch of dust so uh and then not only that but the runners were often accompanied by cars and this meant uh tons of dust would just be thrown up in the air for and also like to that breathe fucking in. smog that's like probably the smell just like like the guys like <laughs> and also the roads were not closed so people had to run through traffic oh fuck and that well, that's kind of fun that's tight yeah, yeah that's it's like that's... frogger on yeah. like a 1904 level exactly because those cars were built to kill <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. i've seen the great gatsby i know what happens <laughs> we've all seen those like 15 feet cars yeah um so most of the contenders uh, were not actually career marathon runners uh, because they couldn't get enough people there because it wasn't super popular to be at the Olympics. <laughs> they started, like, ganking people off the streets. They're like, do you have running shoes? He's like, what's running shoes? They're like, just take off your shoes. You're running bare feet. We'll, you we'll got literally laces. get into that in a few, in a few seconds. Oh, for fuck's shit. Sake. So, so there were several Americans that were favored to place pretty highly, obviously, because there's, like, way more Americans than anybody else. But mm-hmm. John Lorden was one of them. He was considered the front runner because he, he won the Boston Marathon oh, that wow. year. Oh, wow. Um, there was Thomas Hicks, Willem Garcia, and Fred Lors, who was known for training only at night because he was a bricklayer during the day. Uh, so most of these people weren't like today's athletes. Yeah, I lay a lot of brick during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hit you on the head with a brick to get your tonsils out. Exactly. Uh, some of the uh, people that were not from America that were quote-unquote qualified were um, a former mailman from Cuba. <laughs> Felix, that seems weird. <laughs> Carvajal, he was um, never he never ran a, a legitimate race, and he funded his trip to the Olympics by running uh, running, ex- running ex- I, I just love it because like he never ran a legitimate race, legitimate race, but god damn it, could he deliver fucking mail? <laughs> like, like what the fuck? You'd be surprised. Uh, but he, he he just did running expositions, and there's even reports that he ran the entire island of Cuba just to pay for uh, funds for his trip, but. He, he well, how big's Cuba? Is that impressive? 700 miles. <laughs> Is that impre- it's the size of a pea. <laughs> well, it said 700 miles. I don't know how accurate that Holy is. Holy shit. Uh, there Hot even, damn. Um, so he actually he lost all his money right when he got to America because he strolled straight Because that just happens. Sounds like America. No, 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 no. He, he, he strolled into uh, New Orleans and uh, lost all his money in a dice game. Yeah, dice game. AKA to... dice game. Yeah. <laughs> 
AKA there weren't any ladies that, involved. <laughs> like some hooker right into the reports money. I got, man. I don't know what to tell you. Um, he sucked at dice. But he had to hitchhike his way from New Orleans all the way to uh, St. Louis. If he's good enough, you'd have ran. <laughs> right. Would have just a warm up. So speaking of people being not qualified, he um he he only showed up in loose fitting button shirt <laughs> pants, which were actually. <laughs> His pants were actually cut by a fellow runner who felt bad for him because he thought that he was going to overheat. Oh, no. He Which a, he probably already did. He definitely already did. He had a belt, uh, street shoes, and even had a little beret on. Ooh. And he had a pretty sweet Yo, mustache. He's I actually stylish. Have a picture of him. You, my no. money's on this guy. You my money's have a on picture? This guy. He's, boy, he's styling. Oh, my God. Let me God. see this guy. Dude. He's, yeah, he's looking good. He looks good. No, he looks you really didn't, good. You didn't mention this was a horny story. <laughs> Wait, this is a mailman? From He's Jamaica? A from Cuba. Yeah, you know the You're stories about close. mailmen. I thought you said Jamaica. You know what people say about the mailmen. What? Nice mustaches. Oh, that they have sex with your wife while you're at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got milkman. St- he's got stamina for sure. He's yeah. got a, he's got a lot of houses to hit. That guy was uh, making his rounds. Yeah, on, honestly. <laughs> okay. Uh, some of the other <laughs> qualified people uh, were from South Africa. They uh, went to the starting line barefoot. Like you were talking about oh, earlier. Oh, yeah. They were actually barefoot. Yeah. Um, two men, uh, Jan Mashiani and Len, Len. Taniani, uh, were the first two black men to ever participate in the Olympic Games. Well, to be fair, then, like, that's kind of okay that he ran barefoot because it's a dusty little road. It's yes, not like asphalt that's I agree. Be burning. But they were actually never supposed to run the race to begin with. They were veterans of the the Boer War and were in St. Louis to participate in the World Fair because they did a lot of war reenactments oh. and they ended up getting roped into running the marathon because they didn't have enough athletes. Dude, honestly, this guy is like running is like, fuck, we didn't plan ahead. <laughs> There's like three guys and they're like, hey, you guys are from Africa, right? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, you, you like ran somewhere, right? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we need like non-Americans who have run at all. Here, jump in the race. Seriously. It was, I mean, that's literally what it was. Because there, there was all Americans and they're like, we need to look kind of diverse a little bit and like show that this is like an Olympic thing. I don't think they were worried about diversity in 1904. I guess but, you're right. Um, <laughs> so the race started at 3 p.m. in the, af- in the afternoon, obviously, uh, with only 32 athletes. Oh, shit. And they began their 24.85 mile run. I don't know why it was lower, but in the 90, 90 degree heat with 90% humidity. Oh, it felt fuck. like 100 degrees. Holy that's fuck. They so, don't have no Gatorade back then either. <laughs> no, they, they barely had water. They ain't sweating blue. They weren't sweat, sweating. They were sweating they were, a lot. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> were, like, they weren't sweating. They were sweating blood. They were fine. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Um, no. Uh, re- so if you remember John, the career marathon runner. How can of I forget course. him? How, How can I forget, forget John? <laughs> <laughs> he ran the Boston Marathon on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was supposed to get first place, but due to the conditions, he actually only made it about two blocks before <laughs> having what is described as a severe vomiting fit and <gasps> had to immediately drop out of the race. Two blocks? Well, they did two laps How long the, were blocks? a field and then two blocks. The same. <laughs> blocks back then were much bigger you than No block. <laughs> Um, around mile 19, one of the American runners, William Garcia, nearly died from having too much dust coating his esophagus <gasps> and tearing his stomach lining, causing tremendous internal bleeding. Yo, shut Woof. up. So, I didn't know that was a thing. So one guy's just vomiting out of control. And the guy's like, I'm going to keep running. <laughs> well, and he has like dust in his mile, throat. He got pretty far. Okay. But yeah, he had to be taken to the hospital. Otherwise, he would have died. Holy um, shit. One of the men from South Africa, Len. No shoes. Ton- yeah, exactly. Len. 
was uh was making great time despite not having shoes unfortunately he ran into a bit of a problem when he was run off the course for nearly a mile because of wild dogs <laughs> yo st louis was wild it dogs. still is you know what the craziest part of this <laughs> story throw that out there imagine that he, like not only was he run off the course by wild dogs but he ran a mile off the course to evade wild dogs. you know what's crazier about the whole story they were dachshunds he still finished ninth place really out of 32 Yo, that guy would have won. So he ran an extra mile, which is an actual marathon, but he, he ran an extra no mile. No shoes, too. And he no killed shoes. two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he, at the other half of the race, he had like these weird like furry slippers on, and I don't know where he got them yeah, from. Yeah. But, he was uh, drinking blood of dogs. Yeah, he, he, he had a couple dog skulls on his feet. <laughs> anyway. What uh, is that sound? <laughs> clip-clop, 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 clip-clop. So our uh, our favorite um, mailman Felix was doing well for himself until he became... Felix pipe layer. <laughs> no, 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 that's the bricklayer, and that's no. He lays guy. pipe. <laughs> he lays pipe. Yeah, we got a pipe layer and a bricklayer. <laughs> Felix, the uh, the the mailman pipe layer, yeah, uh, was doing well for himself until he got a little hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little hungry, little hungry. He was a little munchy boy. Uh, he took he took some time to uh, get some apples in a nearby orchard that was on the route. Um, unfortunately, he had less of a dehydration problem than most of the other people and more of a Snow White and the Seven Dwarves problem what? when he realized the apples he just ingested <gasps> happened to be rotten. Oh, fuck. So he was a shit boy. Well, he suffered from severe stomach cramps and actually needed to lay down and take a nap. Oh, what no. blows my mind about all this is there are people dropping off left and right like <laughs> fucking flies and there are still people continuing to run like well, i feel like if i saw all of this happening around me i'd be like what i would just stop like what the fuck is this <laughs> there's like one guy just like coughing up literally piles of dust and then i'd be like running by and then like felix would be like felix what's wrong he's like i eat a shit ton of rotten apples <laughs> But in Spanish. <laughs> what? But in Spanish. Oh, yeah. Uh, manzanas. Manzanas. <laughs> Smallos. Rotten manzanas. A fuego manzanas. Fire. Um, Fire <laughs> But the craziest part about it is he woke up and felt much better, and he actually finished the race. Oh, really? Do you guys want to guess what place he finished? Uh, wait. Second. So, second place. No, 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 so Fuck you it. guys got ninth, but he laid down. Took a nap. So took he, Oh, fuck. He took a nap. Um, 15th. Fourth. What? So I was close to my second. You were closer, yeah. Dude, you he's got stamina. <laughs> so yeah, the dude that never ran a marathon, it was super wrong dressed, got sick, took a nap, finished way ahead of the dude that was and a Boston a Marathon male, champion. Mailman. Mailman eating dirty apples. Pipe, he piped <laughs> pipe layer. Dirt pipe layer. So several sp- people obviously suffered from cramps, which is a super normal side effect yeah. even today. Um, but Lors, Fred Lors, was the bricklayer, not the pipe layer. Okay. Um, he's, his cramps were so dire that he stopped to get a ride from one of the passing vehicles. And he waved to the people watching as he drove by. Is that cheating? Well, after his 11-mile car ride, which <laughs> the, the, car, the car broke down. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the car's like, <laughs> fuck this. Time out, time out. So they're running a marathon, which is, what, 26 miles? Twenty. Well, this one's 24 points. 24? And how long was this car? 11 miles? It was 11. It was so almost we almost rode a half. car for more than half of the race. <laughs> exactly. So this dude is a little bit just of a want, I just wanted to make sure I got that, that right. So after the car broke down, he miraculously recovered from the, the cramps and of course. finished the race in just under three hours. So what did he get? So he crossed the finish line, and everyone assumed that he was the winner because the crowd, oh, before him. then, they didn't have TV coverage to provide every second. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and he just kind of let them think that. And that everyone thought that he was, like, 
the winner and they were like american ones so that's dope even uh, though like 90 percent of people yeah. are american it's anyway, all matters so we'll go back to him but the last contender is uh poor thomas hicks he was the front runner after good old john puked his guts out yeah. um and he was helped by his two-man trainers team or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it he begged for water, but his trainers only sponged to the inside of his mouth with water and then poured water over his head. What a weird thing for them to do. So they waterboarded him. They're like, <laughs> they're like, he's like, water. He's like, no, chew on this dirty sponge. Well, it gets weirder. So they eventually helped him a little bit by feeding him what I think is raw egg, um, a little sap of brandy, and oh uh, something called strychnine. I don't know if you guys have ever... Strychnine is poisonous. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a common rat poison yeah. um, and pigeon poison. <laughs> Um, but back in the day, it um, was used to stimulate nervous systems, like sort of like caffeine okay. or coffee. Oh. And so, uh, but the problem, he was microdosing. Right. He was, was microdosing. Nine. And back in the day, they didn't check for performance enhancing drugs. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. So Well, they definitely didn't check for rat poison. I'd say that was, they still don't. <laughs> well, they used it a lot back then, I guess. They're like, but, he's been dosing with, Lance Armstrong's been dosing with rat poison. Like, well, he, if he won the race, he kind of deserves it at this point. Yeah, well, he well, this guy was doing great, and he was had the strychnine, and I guess strychnine was really popular. And but the problem with it is all the you, kids were using it. Exactly. All, if you took too much of the of it, though, it, it causes muscle spasms. That's a point. And you was great for running. And you would be locked in one position until you, you died, basically. What? Yeah, that's hilarious. Which reminds me of some of your guys' old stories about like people dance like the dancing leg syndrome, oh, but it's yeah, like the yeah, opposite yeah. where it like locks your legs. In. Dance, dance, no solution. Yeah. It dance, dance, no solution, exactly. So after a few more egg whites and a few bottles of brandy and several small doses. Did you just say a few bottles of brandy? He finished two bottles of brandy on this Yo, run. shut the fuck up. Why not? Can I get a bottle of brandy They right thought now? that brandy was a hydration instead of Oh my dehydration. God, this guy's body was like a raisin on the inside. Holy shit. So, Kill me. <laughs> Kill yeah. me. He had a little alien in his head like in Men in Black that was like slowly dying. It's real. So oh so God. he was sufficiently dehydrated, drunk, and all in all, not doing too hot. Um, and during the last two miles, he was still the front runner, and he began hallucinating, thinking he was 20 miles from the finish line. <gasps> when he was actually how many miles? Two. Oh. Only two miles. Fuck. Yeah. Could you, so, okay, he thought he was 20 miles from the finish line. 20 miles. And how long? I'm sorry, 24 miles, right? So he was, 20, he was 22 miles in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah the, the entire race is 24 miles mm-hmm. so he thought he had only ran four miles when he had ran 22 miles yeah he was hallucinating from probably the Whoa. strychnine and the uh the brandy the, all that brandy. and then yeah. high dehydration so um he wouldn't actually have crossed the finish line if it wasn't for his trainers physically helping him cross the finish line cheater oh. yeah well they later <laughs> ruled that that was fine fucking cheater they also poisoned him and made him drunk. <laughs> so I feel like he has a little bit of help. <laughs> they're like, no, they're no. here, let us poison you no, really quick. Here, drink no, this brandy. Cheater. cheater. <laughs> he was basically blacked out and running still. So he That's eventually... when I run the best. <laughs> That's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> it kind of is. I feel well, like you guys have experience that I don't know about I remember because I was blacked out. One time I remember I was really drunk and in college and I ran up the middle of the street after we were leaving a party and I screamed, I'm the fastest man alive. And I just kept running all the way home. You might have been at that one specific that point. one moment. One moment in time. So so he crossed the finish line and someone eventually realized that Lors, the guy that took the hitchhike all the way to the front of the race. 11-mile hitchhiker, yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't win the race and so 
all of his cheers turned to booze. Or yeah, that turned to booze. Not not the brandy booze. <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say. He wish he had some brandy booze. And they're not becoming his boo things. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't a thing back then. And uh, Lors just smiled and claimed that he never actually intended to accept the honor, and that he finished only in the sake of a joke. He was like, he was like, everyone's like, yeah, you're so cool, and he's like, I know. And then they're like, wait, what the fuck? He goes. Wait, I thought this was like a joke. He's like, I'm just, I, I'm just why are you kidding. guys cheering for me? Am I not on punked? <laughs> Where's Ashton? You guys are very 1904 right now. <laughs> so so to, to cap it all off, um, Hicks ended up completing the race at 3 hours and 28 minutes and 53 seconds. Did which he get, did he get pretty, first? He got first. <gasps> yeah. Is that a good time? It's the slowest winning time ever recorded in the Olympics. <laughs> but it's, it's much so faster the Olympics, than, baby. than I took. To, it, it, it was actually pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty good solid seven, seven and a half minute mile or something like that. And to, to be fair, he was also had, he had poison and brandy and no water in his system. Well, he lost nearly eight pounds during the entire <laughs> entire exchange. Holy and shit. He, and he said, never in my life have I run such a tough course. The terrific hills simply tear a man to pieces is all he had to say. But he had to go to the hospital, otherwise he would have died. Yeah. It's such a 1904 response to just be like, wow, that was a really toughie. And it was like, <laughs> like you almost died. And he's like, well, I wouldn't give an apple jack to, to sit on a bridge for that one. You're like, what are you saying? You're insane. Exactly. And he goes, I'm 20 miles from home. <laughs> and you're like, okay, he's insane still. So. He had to run home after, after the <laughs> hospital visit. <laughs> Um, so to cap it off, of the 32 athletes that actually set out to complete the marathon, only 14 actually finished. Holy shit! And it was just, it was just a terrible, terrible Olympics all the way around. I mean, there were some records broken, I'm sure, but it was just a bad time for the runners. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun. God damn. Uh, so they still, I know I might be naive about this, but they still do a marathon like outside of the track. Yes. Uh, okay. Because I've uh, I know really the summer Olympics. Marathon. Yeah, I, I've seen the summer Olympics where they do like the sprinting around the track and stuff like that. And sometimes they'll go for like quite a bit, but I never knew where they did the marathon because I've never watched it. They usually do it in surrounding streets. So really, the streets that he, they actually ran the marathon are still exist today, and they ran. I can't remember the name of the field, but they ran uh, a field that was in in the neighborhood. It still exists also. Oh wow. Um, but it just some of the streets are different names and i think now it, they run by just like rosses and they would have run by like rosses and mervins i don't know yeah, still yeah. wow Coles. Mervins. <laughs> nice mervins reference yeah. yeah mervins is the outdated reference of this yeah. entire story <laughs> yeah. my mervins got closed in my hometown it got closed here too but um but yeah that's the end of uh that's the end of the Holy 1904 shit, Olympic marathon. I thought it was like bad when I'm running like a mile at the gym and the guy next to me farts. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I, I literally have turned off a machine because some, like guy, BO. some guy like farted near me and I, like I could not like shake the smell. And while these guys are like running barefoot with dust in their lungs and brandy in their veins and strychnine in their brain and... And they still fucking they still get finish. going. And a pretty good and time wild too. dogs And a too. pretty good time too. Oh my I God. Mean, so, yeah. Not bad. Wow, in in way in more insane than I ever thought it was gonna be. So, yeah. oh, thank you, Alec. That's awesome. You're welcome. All right, time to finish this bitch out, huh? Yep. Do it, David. Man, I just love having guests. You know why I love having guests here? Why? Because there are so many great small stories that are too short for a full episode that don't get the love they deserve. You know, and, I agree. And it, it, it it's great having guests so we can actually put the spotlight on uh, some of the the smaller time but still glorious monsters that we live with. The tiny boys. The little guys. What are you talking Itty about? Itty bitty boys. What are you talking about? No, this guy is not small. Um, so today I'm going to talk about the legend that lives deep in the swamps of Lee County, South Carolina. 
And that sweet slime boy of ours is named the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. <laughs> scape or? Scape or like a like a silver like an like oh, an or, or silver or or yeah. it's not scape or swamp it's not like a game like either scape or swamp. <laughs> scape or swamp but he's not a, or but you're missing the most important part he's a lizard man he is a lizard man so our, he's I don't think he's an LP we have a we have a lot of reptilian people. we can discuss that later if See, he's an LP or not Alec knows about the LP if you guys yeah. don't know about the LP Queen Elizabeth is an LP which big is LP. a lizard person big LP we got lizard people living in castles who are descendants of the queen uh-huh we got them controlling the earth they are all over they are among us and David tell us about where they are in the swamps well so I'm not entirely sure if this Lizard man himself is an LP. This is a lizard man, not a lizard person, so we don't know. Okay. Fully grown lizard man. Who knows? You know, maybe he's doing his own thing. But um, so this slippery, sexy lizard man was. <laughs> this is the horny story we were we were waiting for. Oh yeah, uh, was first mentioned in the late 1980s by a local 17 year old, and uh, you after... could always trust a 17 year old. Oh, if he's local, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> What, you think someone's going to come out of town and tell you that your town has a lizard man? Yeah, I think it's like a well-kept yo, secret just, in the town. Yo, I just showed up here. You guys stink like lizard men. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after his first report, the lizard man became a celebrity and all of the buzz for newspapers, radio, and television. So let's de- let's dive Let's deep dive. Deep dive. Let's, let's do a deep dive into this swampy water. <laughs> and uh, so in 1988, a 17-year-old boy by the name of Christopher Davis claimed his car was damaged by a creature he described as a green <laughs> web-like, about seven feet tall, Whoa. and had three fingers, red eyes, skin-like lizard, snake-like scales... And the most goddamn fucking sexy creature he'd ever seen. And uh, I thought it was strange the part where he says, um, uh, skin like lizard and then snake like scales. Those are two very different things. It's like a wild insurance Wait, you say they're very different things? I feel like they're very similar things. They're similar, but like, why would you say he has skin like lizard, snake like scales? Rough boys. Yeah. Snakes are smooth boys. Yeah. I mean, they're they're different reptilians. I'm more concerned about the fact that this guy hit this precious lizard man with with his car. No, I thought he just damaged. Did he damage the car? Or did he get well, hit we'll by the get car? Into oh, it. I guess I assumed that he smashed into him. No, 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 no. There will be some smashing later. Ooh. <laughs> well, the story is oh, gets horny hornier toad action. and hornier. <laughs> so uh, Davis reported that he was driving home from work um, at his night shift job at a fast food restaurant when his vehicle got a flat tire. Unlike 17-year-olds today who can't stop flossing and Fortnite <laughs> dancing. Davis got out, rolled up his sleeves, and fixed the goddamn tire. <laughs> Luckily for Davis, his encounter wasn't a moment sooner because uh, as soon as he finished fixing the tire, the tall, green, sexy creature <laughs> came into the came into sight and started to walk towards Davis. How hey, you need help fixing that tire? Oh, you want me to pick that car up and put it over my head? Give you a little kiss. <laughs> like some 70, 70s porno music in the background. So after uh, snapping out of the eyes locked full of sexual charge, <laughs> Davis got in his car and so, tried to peel out of there. You had something to say? 
uh, these, so these... much sexual charge, you know. Yeah. I, I think the lizard person really likes a manly man, you know, somebody who could really change a tire or well, manly boy, I should say. This is a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, showing this some is a fucking illegal lizard man. <laughs> this child is seventeen. I don't know. The he laws. doesn't abide by your laws. Was this Louisiana? The South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. I don't know what the age is there. Yes. <laughs> the age of consent, but it might be seventeen. Might be New York. I think is seventeen. Yeah, shout you... out, shout out to uh, Butt Fumble. Um, what? What? Uh, Mark Sanchez. There's a huge scandal. Oh, Mark Fumble. Sanchez, uh, the quarterback who ran directly into one of his own players' asses and fumbled a ball. Butt yeah. Fumble. There was some huge scandal where he, he fucked a lizard man. No, close enough. He lizard was people. He was sleeping with like a 17 year old girl who was like a politician's daughter or something like that. But it was legal because the age of consent was 17. But it was still kind of weird because he was like he knows how 30s. to play this that's game. Never, that's never a good explanation. He, it's the, game, the age of consent is 16 or 17. It's fine. Yeah, it's politics. Baby. Doesn't matter if I'm 34 and she's 17. It's a little legal. Doesn't legal. make it okay. Okay, we're gonna continue and stop talking about butt fumbles. So Mark Sanchez is running at this 17 year old boy. <laughs> <It's> red eyes. <laughs> so, uh, like I was saying, he got in the car, he peeled out, and uh, but just like that, the creature launched himself. <laughs> oh. On top of Davis's roof. Is that a horny launch? It was a real horny <laughs> launch. It was. It came from the. It came from the hips. Ooh. It was a hip-led Man, launch. I swear, he's stuck to that windshield and he could not be shaken off. Well, but Davis slammed on the brakes, sending the sexy creature creature hurtling through the air and onto the ground, giving Davis enough time to escape. But secretly, deep down, wanting more, he was heartbroken. Oh, <laughs> is this a love story? Uh, bitch it might be <laughs> and uh as soon as this story hit the press uh local businessmen started selling lizard man merchandise and the local chamber of commerce loved it and set and they saw it as a good thing for the community you know drawing people in so as you'd assume with the the boom of popularity people wanted to find this handsome monster or <laughs> maybe he was just a, a bit more forward to this presence because sightings after sightings continued to pour in. Uh-oh. And the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp became a tourist attraction, unfortunately not just for visitors, but for hunters. Oh, oh I thought no. it was going to say for lovers. Yeah. you was looking for the love. You We're would all hope. lovers. It's like a romantic so, comedy in a weird way. I think hunters are lovers who just haven't come to the terms that they're in love with Lizard Man. They're, they're lying to themselves that they can pull the trigger. They hate the fact that they... <laughs> They hate the fact that they love him so much. Yeah. So they're struggling. So a local radio station named WCOS offered a $1 million reward for anybody who could capture the green Jesus alive. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) The green Jesus. That's how sexy he is. Um, So on August 5th of the same year, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base named Kenneth Orr filed a police report stating that he had uh, encountered the Lizard Man on Highway 15, and like a total fucking asshole, he uh, he shot and wounded our sweet boy. No. I have a question. Yes. Is this Kenneth Orr, owner of the... Scape Orr the, Swamp? Yeah, is he owner of the Swamp? No. Is it's it spelled different? different? It's spelled different. The oh. Swamp is O-R-E. Kenneth Orr is uh, O-R-R. Oh, what I a, like how what he, a he met him on Highway 15. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing he's just like going into like a truck stop bathroom and he's like, hey, you're pretty sexy. And he's like, 
yeah, you're pretty sexy too. <laughs> and then, you know, lovers quarrel happens, I gun gets just, pulled. Just Temecula, because that's how you get it. Was set just from some... Temecula to San Diego's the 15. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, but it's not It was Temecula. just an accident. Um, just an accident. <laughs> so, Orr uh, presented several scales and a small quantity of blood as evidence. Here's Two... my blood. Here's <laughs> yeah. some blood. Too bad for this dipshit, or would eventually be charged with unlawfully carrying a pistol and the offense of uh, <laughs> filing a false police report because he faked the whole fucking thing. Oh, no. Ho- yeah, his whole thing was he was hoping to keep the lizard man in news circulation, which I think it was more like he was trying to wow. lie. He was so selfless of him to put yeah. the scales. Eh, who knows? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you don't want to know where he got those scales <laughs> But see, I, I, the the thing here I think you guys might be glazing over is the lizard man is so sexy. <laughs> he he literally has our own military men losing their minds over him, <laughs> committing crimes just to say they got to meet him and got close with him. That's pretty wild. Yeah, That's I'll, pretty go to, sexy. I'll go to prison for that motherfucker. <laughs> That's how much I love him. I glazed over that pretty, pretty yeah, hard. I can see that. You're like glazed donut hole over there. <laughs> So, I like how you uh, went with the hole and yeah, not the I'm donut. Yeah, a small boy. Yeah, just the hole. Just the hole. Just looking for something to fill. Speaking uh, of the hole, I am... keep, speaking of the hole, keep going, with Lizard Man over here. <laughs> so uh, after the reports started to slow down a little bit, the local law enforcement speculated that people were mistaking a seven-foot, red-eyed, green-scaled, <laughs> skinned monster for a fucking bear. Oh, what? Say <laughs> that makes sense, right? They're like, oh yeah. Must have been a bear. Oh, you you know how those bears are. You know, yeah. jumping on the hoods of cars yeah. and while you're driving away. Yeah, being I mean, all, I could actually see that. Being all uh, sexy, okay. stealing you're your the problem. You see, you're the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> I don't more, I don't understand like the scales and the red eyes. I just don't think he's ever had his heart stolen by a monster. It's true. Uh, so... You met my girlfriend. <laughs> I have. Whoa! <laughs> just cool. kidding. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> we love you, Emily. And uh, so in 2008. CNN mentioned the Lizard Man legend in a story about a couple in South Carolina who reported damage to their vehicle and uh, there were traces of blood left behind. <laughs> I had hump marks all over my vehicle. <laughs> I was just getting pounded into my hood. <laughs> what is a hump mark? It look looks like? like a pelvis. Is a it's, like your, it's, it's like your back. <laughs> Just a big old I'll dent. show you what a hump marks looks like if you want to see. It's like if someone picked you up and put you into into the truck and just pushed you in. Um, There's blood all over the car? Yeah, so there are traces of blood behind. Um, but in the testing, they discovered the blood belonged to a dog, coyote, or wolf, which means one of two things. Okay. One of two not, things. We're not ruling out anything. You got one yet. finger up, but there's two things. <laughs> one, the, the one finger is to it's say. Hold up. Hold, hold up. up. Hold up here. And uh, that means that either these assholes hit a hound of some sort, or... Or. Or. And I mean, this is a big or. Or like or the, swamp. Uh, or, or the lizard man of scape, scape or swamp straight yeeted a coyote in this couple's car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like, like, you don't want to fuck, fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> 45 yards out. Deep ball, right into the car. We have a record number of eats, I think, in, in this podcast. We're doing great. It was a good one. We've definitely hit it, and we're on the verge of hitting a year. Um, so in 2015, a local television station, uh, WCIV, 
featured photos and videos claiming to be the lizard man but the footage that was taken was by an unidentified individual or mm. individuals um it could be that these a ufi sure why not so i mean it could be that these unidentified flying, individuals flying individual <laughs> it could be that the these unidentified individuals <laughs> did one one more time can I just fucking say my sentence? <laughs> That's him. It's not. I'm sorry. I know. It's an everyday thing. I'm picturing the coyote that hit the car has his asshole blown out too. So like the lizard man got why? Because the lizard man fucked the coyote before he threw it at the car. I don't know. I mean, man. none of us can really say what, a what man, he's into. A man can dream. I don't know. But so okay, what I was trying to say was. Could it be that these unidentified individuals did not provide their names because they've decided to spend the rest of their lives in big, <laughs> strong, scaly arms of our beloved beast? <laughs> and I really think that's my, that might be what it is. Yeah, so some dude's nudes of his lizard man got leaked and everyone's like, who sent these? <laughs> They're like, oh, fuck, dude, don't tell him you sent them. But that's kind of a privacy concern for a lizard man. I yeah. Mean, they definitely had some talks. I mean, after photos that. in general are bad, but the nudes. Oh. Yeah, they definitely had some talks for that. Does they, that mean that the lizard man wears clothes? No. Okay. It's a, it, did you did you see? Um, but he can retract his body. Parts. Yeah. Did you see uh, what was Shape of Water? I didn't, but I know the. His I know dick was like about. a telescope. <laughs> was it? I never, I never saw that movie. I thought it was a more like. Some, a, like no, that's a really good movie. You should watch it. Hell, but was his dick actually like a telescope? <laughs> yeah, it shot out like a rocket. Hell, hell, I might eat a coyote and go watch that right now. I don't know. <laughs> if I play my cards right. Yeah. Well, um, I think that concludes all of our stories for tonight. Yeah. I mean, as much as I'd like to keep that going, I, I think that's where the tale ends. And yep. hopefully one day we'll have a follow-up. Right, that was really David? Beautiful. I hope so. There was like a, a death. Just a weird race and a, a love story. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything you've ever wanted in a what podcast. What more could you want? So thank you guys for tuning in. We love it when you do, and we love telling you these stories. So um, we're almost at a year now. and that's This is bi- the last episode before we hit a year. Yeah, and it's a big milestone for us. So thank you guys for sticking around. It really means a lot to us. And we love we love doing this. It's really fun. So um, and we love having you on, Alec. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's... Congrats on almost a year. Oh, thank you. And thank you for listening for almost a year. No, yeah, thanks, babe. I've been but... skipping a lot of episodes. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, thank I'm just you. kidding. I listen to every episode. <laughs> I take everything back. So, um, but yeah, we we love having you on. You yeah, you brought a great story to the to the pod today. I had a lot of fun. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really it was cool. We love it. So, um, if you guys want to find out more, go to campstrange.com. We have hyperlinks there for all of our social media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we got it all there. You guys want merch? We got we got mugs, we got shirts. David's rocking a shirt right now. I am. And it's soft and it's good and it's fun. And I guarantee you somebody will be like, "Hey, cool shirt." And you'd be like, "Yeah, it's a shitty podcast I listen to." So, you <laughs> but guys they got to... good shirts. Yeah, they got it good. It is a good shirt. Shirt's the best thing to come out of this podcast in I a wear while. it every time I travel so people see it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank every, you. Every time I fly, I put one on. Yeah, exactly. Do no. you? Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. I really I do. Start doing that. And anymore. not not only just for like the exposure, but they're they're just like comfortable shirts to sit on a plane with. I do save them for public events cuz I was I I actually had something for the first time. Usually when I know I'm going to bring it up again. My girlfriend wears it. We get, we it. get it. You have a girlfriend. But when she wears it, she gets like compliments. She's like, cool shirt. And I'll be like, cool shirt. I'll be like, hey, fucking guy. And But when I wear it, usually nobody says anything. But this one lady at Starbucks was like, 
wow, that's a cool shirt. And I was like, yeah, it's a podcast I listen to. And she's like, what's it about? And I was like, okay, it's my podcast. And I caved really soon. And uh, It's about my girlfriend. <laughs> she, she, she gave me a bunch of uh, – she's like, you should do this and do this and do this. And I was like, hey, why don't you stick to coffee? Was she a homeless yeah. lady? No, no, no. But she why was, don't you fuck off, Apple? <laughs> no, she was actually very nice and she was very friendly. And That's nice how you treat your fans. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So, um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I think we, oh, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be amazing too. We love it when you do that. God, do it. We got Halloween coming up, and this is our peak time. This is when people want the most spooky shit we got. And we got spooky (laughs) Do we have Halloween coming up? I don't know my months yet. It's August. Dude, they got Halloween shit in the grocery store already. They got scarecrows and pumpkins and bats, and that means Halloween's coming up. Yes, it do. So, so, uh, do that for us, and we'd really appreciate it. And, um, Boy, you're winded, huh? No, no, no. (laughs) Holy shit. I'm creating a dramatic pause. Stop this. Okay. Uh, What else else we got, David? We don't want to send it straight to Alec? Okay, what else we got, Alec? Uh, We got whiteboards with uh, inerasable markers. You're just... Yo, I was going to... the first thing you see on the table, bud. Come on. (laughs) Dude, that's what we do. Yeah, but we do this every week. (laughs) Okay, what do we got, David? We have chlorine filters that are made of sugar. We have chimichurri sauce. I like this. uh, 60,000 square feet buildings filled with marshmallow. That's just your job, but... (laughs) (laughs) We got campfires. We got... (laughs) We get tiny nipple tassels that don't cover your whole nipple, and you get in trouble in public. Uh, we got uh, salt lamps that, if you lick them, they taste sweet. I've got. Well, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've got a big box of old uh, Valentine cards from elementary school. It's the whole collection, so there's only about thirteen in them from all <laughs> six years. But yeah, the, it's good. We got we got a, a container of Chinese food in your fridge, and you eat it all, and there's a dead mouse at the bottom. <laughs> you already ate it all. It's like the pepperoncini you get with the uh, with the Papa John's pizza. <laughs> Same consistency when you bite into it. That's Alec, give us one more. Um, what else you got? One more. We got finish strong. Uh, a good one. Tiny uh, statues of <laughs> Doug Dimidone, <laughs> owner of the, the Dimsdale Dimidone. There you go. If you're confused, just look at uh, Chance the Rapper's album. <laughs> or, or fairly on parents. Or fairly on parents. Yeah, don't listen to that album. <laughs> David, one more. What do we got? Oh, I thought we were done here. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't got. <laughs> I got to do one more, but you're good. <laughs> what? Oh, we're doing one more. Oh, we're all doing one more. Yo, no, no. Um, I don't okay, know. so we've got... Yo, uh, this is fucked up. <laughs> what? Just say something. We've got a lot of lime rock. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's it, that's it. We have a Jamaican thrown up on the side of the road who's from Cuba. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know nothing no more. Boy, we peaked a lot in this one. Can we cut out? Can I cut this? Can, can we I just, cut can all we of this? End? Okay, thank you guys for tuning in. We really love it when you do. David, you got anything to say? Uh, don't forget to kiss your loved ones every time you see them. And don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>